0: Hi, and thank you for listening to Fit Inspired Mama podcast. I am your host, Nishma Karim. Have you heard the quote, when women support each other, incredible things happen. Here, I connect with women, female entrepreneurs, mothers, and women who want to raise their voices and inspire others. There are no competition. There are no judgments here. Just simple stories for you. So come along and listen in as we inspire you one episode at a time. Hi, and thank you again for joining in and in today's episode with sabrina dawn today we are talking about a narcissist or a toxic relationship does your relationship confuse you leave you drained do you believe something is wrong but you just can't put your fingers on it yes this is why we're here today. There are so many reasons why we need to talk about this relationship, not just for women, but for men as well. This is the issue that we all share here, and this is something that we all need to look into. Relationships like this that are toxic need to be talked about. Some people don't even know that they are in it. Today we are talking to Sabrina Dawn about everything and anything we can find to do with toxic relationships. Here she is. Yay, it's Sabrina. I have the most amazing, amazing person here today and I wanted her to share something so unique, so amazing that has not been on this podcast yet and it's something true to a lot of people out there that may have the issue. So Sabrina, I'm so excited that you're here and so happy that you're here today. So let's talk about you and what you do. Introduce yourself and let us know what it is that you do.
1: Here's Snish. Hello, my darling. I'm so happy to be with you and so appreciative that you invited me on. So thank you. Um, so me and what I do. So I am an intuitive coach for women that are impacted by narcissism and or toxic relationships. And I specifically work with the women who know that they've been through narcissism and are out of it and are ready to move forward, but are kind of fumbling through how, how do I move forward? So that's where I come in and I help them learn how to reconnect to who they are, rebuild. I help them um, reignite that light that's within them with self-love and deep nurturing. And then I show them how to intuitively live.
0: So that's what I do. That's actually amazing. So when you talk about toxic relationships or, or I would say narcissists, what, what kind of traits are you talking about? I do deal with them directly or just the ones that have come off the relationship.
1: So I genuinely, or primarily work with the women who are outside of the relationship. Um, reason being is, um, in that kind of dynamic dynamic, you, you have to choose to be ready to leave. And until you're really ready Um, the tips that I'll I'll give you to help you move forward aren't going to really resonate. So you have to be in a a state of being where you've recognized where you've been and you are really truly or leaning on that side of the spectrum of knowing that there's more and better for you out there. So, what you would look for, or a traits of a narcissist. There's um quite a few. So I'm going to just kind of start with what I've got, the, the main ones that stand out for me. So first uh, what you would notice is kind of like a grandiose sense of self. So this could come in two forms, actually. One being that, um, they're overtly boastful that they, uh, can almost come off as being arrogant or a know-it-all, but it's very like, look at me, flashy, shiny kind of behavior. Okay. Another form of this is more quiet. So, um, they're still going to come off as being the know-it-all, but it's going to be done in a passive way. So it'll be like somebody who will make kind of this slight or demean, demeaning comment about you. And the words that they use are pretty. So you would try to dissect that and you'd be like, well, what they said wasn't, you know, it didn't sound so bad, but I don't, I feel less. I feel small. Why do I feel this way? So um, that's one form of a trait of a narcissist. Another one that I really want to put emphasis on is a lack of empathy. There isn't um, any kind of compassion or empathy for how they treat people. They just, it's, they're unaware of it. It's not in their being. So they don't understand when you bring to them, like, hey, you've really kind of hurt me by what you said. That's not in their arena. They don't understand that. Because in their mind, they don't do anything wrong. So that leads into another trait, right? No ownership of the role that they play. They're never wrong. They take no
0: responsibility for their actions. I, okay, um, like, I, w- I would say something like when you are talking to someone, let's just say if they're in the wrong, but they don't want to admit it. So it's all about, no, you're wrong. I'm right. There's a problem with you, but not with me. And when they say something like that, that's when you kind of have an idea that there's some kind of toxic.
1: Yes. Yes. That would be a red flag that would go off and it should. So you should take pause when you run into those circumstances. Cause the first time, you know, whenever we get into a new relationship and we're so hopeful, um, we want to sometimes blow past these little red flags because it's like, you already have an idea of where you want this to go and what it looks like. Like and what it feels like. And in the beginning of some of these toxic relationships, there's a lot of what they call love bombing. So you are being treated in a way that maybe you've never been treated before. You're put up on this pedestal. And then um, after time, usually what happens is you're going to start to feel these red flags. So, and I say feel because it's not something that is overtly in your face. It's your body's going to tighten and you're going to go, ooh, why, why doesn't this feel good? And it's going to be a little bit quieter. So you're going to have to be able to tune in and know that that's what's happening for you, that it's not in alignment with who you are or what you want or the relationship that you're looking for. Right. you have to take pause when that happens. So another trait that you would come across is that they are manipulative. They're very manipulative. Um, They're controlling. Uh, They project. They gaslight, and they can be um, emotionally cold, which also kind of runs tandem to having lack of empathy, right? Because it's just not there. That compassion is just not there. Um, And they don't take criticism well. So another one I really want to highlight is in their movement, in the relationship, um, at the beginning, you don't always realize what's happening, but there is a purpose And there's, I hate using the word strategy, but I almost feel like it's this knowing that they're doing what they're doing on purpose because it's not about a partnership. It's about you fueling them and them maintaining the lifestyle that they want to stay at, right? So if it's a relationship, it's keeping you under control so that you keep the lifestyle that you've been supporting them in just that way. They want everything run through them what they do. Go ahead.
0: Give me, give me a a situation, like some kind of, um, an example of a relationship that is going through something like that.
1: Okay. So from the outside, right. It would be really hard to, to see, um, from the inside, what you're going to be feeling is, um, you have to tiptoe that you're always walking on eggshells um, that you have to always check with the narcissist because literally they're the epicenter and they want to be the epicenter of your whole world. Right. So if you have children, it's checking every, with everything with them, whether it's uh, kids' play dates or um, family outings or visiting your family or friends, everything is funneled through them.
0: Okay. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, and I think what here.
0: <laughs> well, it's not, it's not that. It's just my me and my husband will always kind of like, hey, Nish, I'm going to put them on this kind of thing. And we always kind of check in with each other. So, is that something different? It's okay. different. Okay.
1: Because what ends up happening is you're, you and your husband are being a partnership and you're trying to come from more of a balanced way of life about taking care of your family and what needs to be done and when it needs to be done. Narcissism comes from a one sided, a dictatorship. And it's not a conversation. It's more of a may I. And that it's totally different than what you're asking about as far as a
0: healthier dynamic. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. That, that does make sense. Okay. So because
1: even in your family, you have checks and balances, right? Like okay. my, my husband will ask me, you know, uh, when have the kids eaten? Can I give them this? And the reason he's doing that is because I'm leading the house during the day, right? So he doesn't know where I left off and where he should step in. Exactly. That's a normal, healthy, balanced relationship. It's not asking for permission. It's where have you started and where have you left off and where can I step in to help?
0: Do you think that this kind of toxic relationship has to do anything with self-esteem issues?
1: Oh my goodness. Niche. Yes. So um, I do. I believe personally, um, I didn't know my own value. I didn't know my own worth. I didn't know how to love on myself. I didn't know what a boundary was and how to put it in place. I was more of the opposite where I was a people pleaser. So I went out of my way, right. To make sure that they were comfortable, make sure that their needs were met, but so much so I lost track of, myself completely
0: yeah no so I yes yes so because of that they're looking for attention and that attention comes from directly from that person that they're seeking it from and so for that reason they're in that in that phase where they're considered toxic because now they're hurting the other person too as well
1: right and because they don't take anyone else's needs into consideration is- it is just about them. I believe that there's a deep rooted, um, the narcissist that I've come across, there has been, um, deep rooted issues surrounding, uh, abandonment and neglect. Um, I know that there are other reasons out there that people will come from this space of narcissism or a toxic way of living. It's environmental to being raised sometimes in that environment. Um, that's all they know, And so then they're not a narcissist per se, but they have narcissistic tendencies or toxic tendencies. And the thing with a narcissist is they, they don't know that there's anything wrong with them. Again, there's no ownership and somebody who has narcissistic or toxic inclinations, they know that it doesn't feel right. They just don't know how to do it different.
0: So for a narcissist, I would I would say they don't know that there's something wrong with them. So for them to even get any help, they would not even know that they need any help. Not on their radar. So the person that's dealing with this toxic relationship, the person that's in this toxic relationship is the only one that needs to get out, get away. So when you're helping them, give me some ideas of how you actually help these people. What is it that now they're in this situation, what is it that that they need help with? What kind of help can you assist with them in order for them to start being who they are truly to themselves?
1: So what I've learned is that when you come out of a narcissistic relationship, you've been living in this space of fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. So it's a high level of anxiety living. Um, So you're reactive. You literally feel like you've been backed into a corner and you're just wild animal and is fearful and angry and sad. And so what the very first thing that we would do is we have to learn how to calm that down, right? You have to connect back into your inner being and learn how to bring that, that whole way of living down like 12 notches. You have to learn mindfulness techniques. Mm -hmm. You need to learn how to meditate, even if it's all of it starts with small baby steps, right? Right. Because at first it's so foreign to you, you have to take it in small baby bites so that until your body gets used to oh, this is what it's supposed to feel like again. I'm supposed to be calm, I'm supposed to be able to weather the storm and not just react every time I'm triggered by someone. So it's all about coming back to self love, mm-hmm. learning to calm and nurture and reconnect to your inner being. It's about um, learning what brings you joy again. And then literally like drawing out this blueprint of what do I want my life to look like? How do I wanna be in it? Who do I wanna be in it? And then you take it to the next step of who and what kind of partner do I want in it? And find that healthy balance then to live and grow from so that you can live a life joyously intuitively, divinely, that is how we're supposed to be living.
0: I love that because you've brought in so much information for anyone in this kind of relationship to seek out that kind of help that they would need. That's one, of course, is to find that help. Some of us don't even know that we're in this kind of toxic relationship because we're probably very used to this kind of, I would say, a relationship it's like for them it's a normal relationship i would say and then they don't really know that they need to feel a lot more calmer or a lot more stress free or the meditation is supposed to help us breathe a lot better so when it comes to this i i feel a lot of emotions directly from you i yes. feel it i feel so much this is so emotional for you and and i'd love that you are helping these people so if i'm if i'm right you were probably in a relationship like this, were you? Or were you? Oh my- yeah. So,
1: my personal experience. So, yes, I was involved in a toxic relationship. This has come to me in different forms. Um, I've had uh, roles of family members being a part of this dynamic that I've had to navigate and coworkers. And I believe the universe, God brought this into my life so that I could learn how to heal from it and then help others do the same.
0: Man, to that because we've all gone through something and what we go through is what we're helping others to get through it because we've gone through it yes right we've all gone through something in our lives and whatever toxic relationship or anything that it is that we've gone through we want to help others to feel better and become and, and get back to who they were again
1: Yes, that feel that strength, that joy, that passion for life again. I know that is one thing that I had wanted along my own path was that that hope, that guide, like it's going to change. It's going to get better. Let me show you how.
0: So if someone's listening to this and they're saying, hey, you know, I'm in this relationship. I don't know how to ask for help. I I don't know where to look for. I don't want to tell anybody I'm in this relationship. I don't want to get to that stage right now. They're just not ready to get out. There's a, there's a deep feeling of emotion or hurt that that person can get hurt or something. What is it that we can give some kind of advice for now that they can possibly do just to get them to feel better about themselves, just to get into a very good self-esteem of their own so that maybe they can get ready to get out or to talk to someone about it?
1: Okay. So there's a couple things that I want to mention. One would be, I want you to start to journal, Um, saying all the things that you would want to say, or even just processing how you're feeling, start that journal to release what's going on in your life currently. And it's, there's twofold reason. One would be that you need to be able to work this through your system. And usually in a toxic relationship, you don't have that outlet you don't have the ability to bring it and talk it out in a healthy way. So you got to learn how to do that. Another reason would be to start taking account of what you're actually living through. So document it, write it down in your journal. Today, this happened and this is how it made me feel. Because at some point, you're going to come back to this journal and read through everything that you've gone through. And it's going to give you even more validation of why you're going to maybe choose to leave because when you're in this environment it's um there isn't time to process what you go through so you're as soon as you feel like okay we can take a breath we're in a better place not that long after another emotional bomb goes off and then you're trying to quickly clean up the mess around it and help them feel better and reassured But so much so, you don't have that time yourself to process. So you need to be able to bring it to a place where you can process your own feelings and emotions. So journal, 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 journal. The next thing that I would suggest is, again, um, starting with slow, simple breathing techniques to learn to try to calm your own inner system and being down again. Even if it's only, you know, three to five breaths start making that a priority for yourself. It's important. It's taking care of you. It's learning to, in intense situations, being able to calm your own being down so that you can begin to step in the direction of healing yourself. So, and then another tip that I would give um, would be meditation. I know, um, especially coming out of that or living in that environment, that sounds near impossible. But in the morning, even if you have to get up before they do, or you have to wait before or after they go to bed, give yourself a window of three minutes to do a guided meditation. They have them on YouTube for free. Start there. Again, it's all about baby steps.
0: Yes. I agree. But when you say I I love I love those tips, they're so perfect for all these people that are probably listening to this. And the fun fact about this is they can start doing this right now, even without trying to get out just so they can feel that that love in within themselves. There's one thing that you had said to me many, many, many months ago when we had just met and I wanted to share it because I do it still and I love it all the time, is one is I actually put an alarm clock on my phone every two hours. (laughs) Um, Sometimes, yeah, about every an hour or two hours, sometimes the alarm goes off and it says breathe on it. And so I realized that this means that I need to take that second or that five seconds, whatever it is, and start to realize what's around you. And this is exact words that you've said to me and to us, to the, whoever we were there together, is look around you and start to look at the clouds and the trees. And like I'm looking right now outside and I love the flowers and the chair and the fact that I have all these beautiful drawings and stuff that I have of the kids. And I just want to say I am so grateful and I take a mm-hmm. deep breath. And that deep breath reminds me of where I am at the moment and what I'm doing. And that really helps me because sometimes we're so much in a rush. We're always going to go, 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 go. We're always doing something. We're helping clients out. We're, we're podcasting as we speak right now, you know, and we forget to just breathe in the moment and just see where you're at and just mesmerize that. And that is something I am so proud of because I learned that from you.
1: Oh, Anish, that touches my heart. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. I too still use my own timer on my own watch. And for that very reason, with the speed of life, we have to be able to slow down and really take it in as best we can.
0: Yeah, yes. And if I have to change the subject right now, it helped me too as well. when my child had her tantrum today in the morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. It's like, it's going off. We both need to breathe, darling. Let's do this together. You're giving me
0: a toxic relationship right now. I don't need it. <laughs> So yes, this is an amazing conversation because I know that there is women out there that are going through that, right? So, and I'm not just saying it's women, right? Men are also going through this too. There's women that have this problem as well, that men don't understand how to get out of because now they're in that relationship too. So when I categorize just women, because on this podcast, I'm not just saying women, I am saying men too, men yes. go through this too as well. So there's no judgment here, no comparison. We as all humans go through some kind of a toxic relationship in our lives. So yes, this conversation is for everyone. Yes. So if anyone did want to get a hold of you, they did want to say, hey, you know, maybe I can talk to her confidently or, you know, in, in confidence or yes. whatever, they want to just get a hold of you. Give how would they do that?
1: So you can find me on both. Facebook at Sabrina Dawn, and you can direct message me, or you can reach me by my personal email, which is Sabrina, sorry, it's sdzedro at gmail.com. So S is in Sam, D is in dog, Z is in zebra, E is in Edward, D is in dog, R is in Robert, O is in Oregon, W is in Walter at gmail.com.
0: Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. So yes, I will put that in the description below as well. So if anyone does want to um, get a hold of her, that would be amazing. Sabrina, you have been so wonderful, because all your tips and tricks on here are going to help a lot of people just kind of understand in what place they're in. I honestly was had a few little mishaps in my own life, you know, having my two kids. And then I think I was more one of those toxic related, like one of those those you know doing that maybe to my husband I don't know if I was but he was always there for me kind of understand I think he he knew that I will get better at some point but Mm -hmm. but I did I, I wanted to make that change for myself so I knew that I needed that change and I changed and this is what a lot of people just need to see that maybe there is a problem with you and figure out that problem and make that change in within because if you don't want to change yourself you can't change Right.
1: That's yes. That
0: yes. So thank you. Thank you so much for being here. You're my heart. You're my soul. You have so much to offer. You have such a beautiful heart. I love everything about you. And Sabrina <laughs> is one of those ladies too as well. Whenever I'm feeling down, she catches it and she'll tell me that, okay, Nish, you're down today. What's really going on? And, and it's funny that she's able to pinpoint little issues with me. So she has a lot, a lot of things that she's really good at. So Sabrina, thank you so much for being here. love you lots. And anyone that is listening to this, please make sure you do subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. It's so, so important to me. And at the end of the day, have a wonderful day. I hope this this made so much sense to you. Have a wonderful week and we will catch up for next week. Have a great day.